Welcome to episode 29 of the Loose Laces Show, brought to you live on Twitter Spaces, where everything's fucking broken. My name's Davon, and I'm joined by my co-host... Not Davon. It's lit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, alright, so my name is Rashad, y'all all know that. Uh, I'm the unproblematic one, the one that... <laughs> trying to squash beefs and shit. Oh, gosh. Uh, so how you been, homie? How was Christmas for you? Christmas was fucking amazing. Like, this whole week leading up to this was amazing until, like, an hour before the show, and this nigga broke my heart. Wait, what happened? I got a $1,000 pair of glasses for the low scheme, and they were going to be mostly for the personal collection. Motherfucker canceled the sale. So. Ah, my heart. My heart hurts for you. Yeah, but I got three pairs that's worth like eleven hundred each, so I ain't gonna complain too much. I did see that. Um, all right. Well, fuck you, man. My Christmas was all right. Matter of fact, I just came back from the pops crib uh, to get some other Christmas gifts, and I ain't really think you know, like you know, I ain't gonna get too much into it. But things are on the mend with uh, with me and my pops, and man, this nigga went into the archives to you know. I guess fix the relationship because man, he brought some shit out from my childhood. Like this nigga found some old school Bionicle set. I didn't even know he was like aware of that. Like I haven't seen him join since I was like ten. So yeah, that shit. <laughs> fuck you. You know I'm a Lego fiend. I'm going on Lego Masters. That's on my bucket list. But aside from that, you know, Christmas was definitely extra lit because let's just go into our cops. How about that? All right, so in this little break, I was doing pretty good. I was about to say, uh, I got a bunch of glasses. I got like a rare raffle win for the orange lobsters and two pairs of Grinch Colby's. One goes to you. Yes, yes, yes. This nigga ooped me a pair of Grinch Colby's along with the books that I will read respectfully. Um, You're funny, nigga. Yeah, I. I'm, I swear I'm to God. That shit. I, yo, what's wrong with you? Come on, dog. You gotta be more respectful. You gotta be more respectful. I'm reading them. Uh, but yes, and I think it's only right. But yes, those Grinch Kobe's, dog. When he hit me, this nigga made sure I was sitting down. Like, I almost, <laughs> I almost peed on myself. I ain't gonna hold you. I was like, wait, what? I, what do you mean you got a pair of Grinch Kobe's? Like, y'all, what? Which uh, which which uh, God killers did you cop from? I didn't believe that shit. No way. And then I saw it. I was like, "Oh, this nigga's legit." Holy fuck! Yeah, I mean, real niggas do real things. Bruh. Hold on, I I just want to say, and this is a special fuck you to David because this nigga's still afraid to get off. Niggas laughed at me when I saw that the Mamba Cedar site put his password up. I put my temple hat on. I'm like, "Yo, they're gonna drop," and I was like. They're going to drop Grinch. It's fucking Christmas. There's no reason to put that shit up unless they're going to drop. Shut up. You guys, you're always conspiracy theorists. You don't know what you're talking about, old man. Lo and behold, like the greedy bastard I am, I cop, but I didn't share the link, and I'm an asshole for that, and I still feel bad that I did. Uh, well, to be fair, by the time I clicked it, that shit was already cooked. Like, niggas... You went fucking went like Christmas. <laughs> got on Discord, started showing it off before even sharing the link. He didn't even share the link. He didn't share the answer. 
he just went, I was right. <laughs> and I was like, what are you talking about? Dude, Kobe's drugged. Okay, so share the fucking link, bro. That was a major fuck up on my fucker. It's so whack, bro. Like, I helped him out so much, and he still didn't fucking share the link. Hey man, if you if you've been through what <laughs> what I've been through with this washed. nigga, that's what he is. What he's washed? Nah, I ain't gonna let you diss my man's like that. No, he's I, ain't gonna, I ain't gonna let you diss my man's like that. He's I'm just here laughing at his fucking accent. I'm sorry, Baltimore, but nah, okay, it's I, too funny. Nah, <laughs> fuck out of here! I'll allow that. You could diss. You could definitely diss the Baltimore accent. Uh oh. <laughs> Yo, but yeah, Davon, yo, my man is the GOAT forever for that. Like, that that makes up for the time he almost got me shot, so. I, yeah. To be fair, everybody was fucking around in that uh, Yeezy lineup, no, so. No, 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 but it was specifically you being a jackass. <laughs> it was definitely you. You was about to get our entire line fucked up because you wanted to be stupid. I mean, what am I supposed to tell him? I'm waiting for expensive sneakers, nigga. We waiting for Jesus. You know what? All right, let's let's just go ahead. We're gonna start this. Uh, we're gonna get all the sad news out the way. Uh, so uh, <clears throat> it's so hard to say goodbye to East Bay. Rest in piss. What? Yo, you are a hoe for that. What are you talking about? <laughs> what? All right. So, I, I don't know if I ever told you the story. I have only ordered one thing ever from East Bay. I copped the LRG Safari jacket. No. That bitch was like five fifty back in 2004, 2005, maybe. Jesus. It was my one Christmas gift. I just blew my whole Christmas on it so I could flex on niggas. Niggas a fucking loser buying LRG to begin with. Uh, <laughs> get the fuck out of here, nigga. Hell, them motherfuckers fucked up the shipment. My shit didn't arrive until after Christmas break, so I did not get to come back and flex properly from Christmas. Nigga, I've hated them ever since, and I'll hate them to the day I die because they ruined my childhood. Oh, my God. Look, man, this is... This is for all the folks that circled their shoes, that, that learned the technology in shoes from East Bay catalogs. Like, this is for niggas that, like, we wasn't buying it off the internet. We was opening the catalogs and calling the number and giving them the credit card number, dog. Like, people don't remember that calling East Bay at midnight to get releases. Like, this whole generation will never experience that. I remember when we first got to Morgan and folks was ordering Aqua 8s from East Bay. Like, that shit was legendary, all right? If you didn't skip school, East Bay was your only hope. I thank God I stuck to skate shops. This nigga didn't even believe in Jordans for the first 25 years of his life. Nigga, like, yeah, I think my first pair of well, Jordan's was what the true blue threes that uh I oped you? No, white cement, white cement threes. White cements, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was like the first pet, nigga. I thought I was a fashion freaker in high school. I don't need to wear Jordans. I got dunks. I'm super cool. 
Uh, would anybody like to come up and just give a memory of East Bay? Please raise your hand. Feel free to do so. This is a conversation. We want we want everyone to join this pod, man. If you want to speak, go ahead and just jump in. Um, Can I just, like, make everybody a talker? I don't think anyone has a shithead. Nah, just don't be playing no weird sounds when you come up. But, yeah, go ahead and invite everybody. If you want to talk, please, by all means, say your piece. So my piece about East Bay, probably just like a bunch of people here. I remember back in the day ordering, getting the catalog and just flipping through, circling sneakers that I would like to get for Christmas. But most of the time, it would just be one's imagination. Like, man, I would love to have those sneakers, but I grew up having one pair of shoes for the whole year. Yeah, that was me. I used to get like the bottom of the barrel joints, man. And there'd be like some white and black joints that you get at like famous footwear. I used to hate that shit. (laughs) (laughs) I I used to have, like I had the joints that wasn't even like Nike Air Monarchs. I had a pair of white and navy Ace 83s and then some uh, Air Joe Cools, like I, man, I mean, no disrespect to my parents. Like, I don't know what their pockets were, but, bro, East Bay used to be, like, like niggas just wishing to get some shoes from there. I mean. Oh, yeah. That was a whole lot of that. But I might have been going to front like my dad didn't keep me and my sister and some dope stuff because I remember having the Dion's from back in the day and then had like the Jordan eights and then I just got into skate shoes and that was like pretty much it for me for many years. Like dunks and Air Max nineties and yeah, that was pretty much it for me. And Jordans every now and then, but not heavy into Jordans. Uh, I didn't get into Jordans until my junior year of high school when I saved up like money from babysitting and I did like a couple flips of just some random stuff. Like I sold like a PlayStation 2 Mini that I won from Taco Bell and I got some Space Jam 11s with them. And then I had uh, white and red 14s. And then it just like went from there. I get like some dunks from Journeys or something like that. So I can relate. That right there, like being able to go to the mall to like Journeys. I remember getting dunks from DTLR just walk right in, no oh issue God. at all. Nigga, that shit was lit. Yes. Shoot, that's what I be complaining about all the time. My man just hit me up. He was like, yo, what do you think about the Air Jordan 37s hoop shoes? And the whole time in my head, I'm like, damn, I don't even know if you can try these joints on anywhere. Like, we just got to buy shit and hope it fit. <laughs> yes, that is how it is now. Jesus, man, but pro went out for East Bay, man. Damn. Sucks to see them go. I think East East Bay would be good if they brought back like the magazines that they used to do. But I mean, yes, but come on, man. How many people really subscribe to print anymore? Or they could do it digital. No, I think you could do print because everybody is looking for their youth. They're yearning for their youth. So if they would have catered towards more so performance that people would actually want to wear, I think they could just be a catalog. I think that would be a novelty that would make people... Sorry, I'm going to up. That would be a novelty that would get people excited. I, I know I like antiquated bullshit in some cases, especially if it's low stakes. 
Like, I don't expect to circle a catalog and get a pair of ones or something hype. But, you know, I, I want to get some fucking Adidas shoes just to dunk in or some shit. I think people, like, basketball niggas would actually like that. Damn, like, East Bay was the home of the team colors joints. Like, it's some LeBrons that will never, like, they, they only came out in colorways in East Bay. And that them joints are highly coveted. I want to say, like, uh, the LeBron 7s that came out in in the gray and orange colorway. Those are East Bay. Yeah, the Team Bank uh, releases and shit. Yeah. Damn, yeah. It's 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 still some Flight Posit 3s. Like, I had I had a pair of Flight Posit 3s, the uh, white and blue joints. Those were, you could only get them in East Bay, but those were rumored to be, like, college exclusives. So, or team exclusives, not college exclusives. But, yo, East Bay used to have joints, dog. And if they just did something like now, I mean, it'll it'll go into one of our topics later on down the list. But I think it's just athletics itself dying, like performance brands. Everything now is just that shit just got to look cool or like money's not being pumped into athletic wear no more. Well, I mean, I've been saying it for a while, but shoes ain't shoes no more. Shoes are status symbols. I mean, everything's a status symbol. Champion became a fucking status symbol at this point, so like, I'm not here to dunk. I mean, yeah, but everything gets co-opted. I'm not surprised. Doug, if you if you can put something on a pedestal, niggas will, and the companies will feed into it. Like, I'm blown away that Crocs are doing numbers. Like, my little cousin was like, yo, I don't want no Air Force. I want some Crocs. Wow, what? Yo, disown your cousin. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Wait, but which which Crocs though? To be fair. Okay, so actually, let me let me tell the actual story. This nigga wanted some Yeezy foam runners, and he my cousin by marriage. This motherfucker, bum ass mother, got that nigga some fake Yeezys, and I nigga. Woo! But them them kids, they, them kids, they just want Croc like shoes. If it's a foam runner, a slide, or whatever, they want to be comfy. They want to be comfy and make it I mean and make it a status symbol. Like, I'm not gonna front, I like where it's going for the kids. They're not worried about the cost, it's just having the thing that's in. So it's more inclusive than how it was when I was growing up. Because it's nah, like I want some expensive shit to front I ain't gonna I, I think that's bullshit. First of all, uh good thing that's your cousin by marriage. I was about to say you got a bitch ass bloodline. Second of all, <laughs> <God> damn. <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, I I, I think Part of it too is just like kids nowadays just want designer shit. Like not our designer stuff where it got to be Nike. Like people want Balenciagas in high school. Like they want them chunky S type shoes and shit. Like they don't care about certain shoes. Like niggas, Curry's aren't in. Even LeBron's is like they scoff down at those. He's like, yo, this nigga on LeBron's. <laughs> like this nigga's a hoe. Nigga, I'm not, even back in the day, LeBron's was at. There's a few good you ones. Are, nah, part, you bugging now. It's for big, big ass, like construction working type niggas like you. I'm not wearing them ugly ass shit. I'm a sophisticated nigga. Give me some fruity dunks. First of all, I'm 5'7. I'm not a big construction. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna shit to build for me. Exactly. I was about to get your ass. This nigga Earl with me, big ass size 13s. No normal size human being wants some ugly ass LeBrons. Them shits do not look good in small sizes. This nigga Davon snitching. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yes, nigga. All right. 
Anyways, let's go ahead. Since we talking about Sig shoes, we gonna talk about the Jama Rants. What are y'all opinions on it? Cause I, I, well, I let me start off with mine. I, y'all been shitting on this shoe. Y'all been giving this shit the blues. I say I don't like the rollout of it. Like, I understand you can't really go wrong with his daughter presenting a box and gifting him his shoe on Christmas Day. But where, like, this nigga had a whole picture of him dunking with a crowd behind him. Where's the footage from that? Like, you couldn't get Glorilla. You couldn't get Moneybag Yo. You couldn't get Yo Gotti. Like, none of them niggas were available to shoot a commercial. Maybe it'll come out in April when they actually roll the shoe out. But they should have had something bigger other than, hey, this guy's playing the Warriors. You know, the team that won last year. And we're going to shoot this in some middle school gym right before the game. Like, that shit was lazy. Even the Q&A, like, they didn't even give him somebody to interview, like, interview him. That shit was very sad. And then to have an April release date, I was just saying on Twitter how Christmas sucks now for Nike basketball. Them niggas ain't put out nothing except a pair of LeBrons. No PGs, no KDs, RIP to Kyrie's, but nothing else. Like, they dropped nothing for Christmas, and that's sad, where... Like, athletics, their athletics line is just, or their SIG line is dying. They ain't even put out, like, no GTs, no nothing. That's what right, so, To piggyback off what you're saying, that video of his daughter was ass. Like, even if it was my, like, with Kazi, I'd be like, no, nah, get this oh shit out of here. here you go. No, like, it's nothing against him being a dad. It's just, my nigga, what I'm starting to notice, and I feel like Adidas and Nike, to some extent, are having the same issue. They are presenting shoes in the worst possible way where product shots aren't hitting anymore. You're doing these new experimental models that kind of look like something before, and when you present it as a side, angle, angle, side view, it doesn't capture the magic of the shoe. If they would have did a video of just his feet, that nigga like going up for a layup, doing something, to actually see what the shoe looks like would have sold it so much better. Because I apologize. Like I took back what I had to say when the like when the pictures first dropped. Because when they showed him on foot, them in his hand, like in that better colorway, I'm like, these shits are hard. For 110, I would scoop up here. And if they make kids sizes, these would be perfect for Kaiser to play in. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't know what it is, but like they don't know how to present stuff. Like, I feel like you feel the same way I do about the Mamba, uh, hold on, the Mamba Cedar site just loaded, um, about the Adidas Riot. Them shits looked horrible until, like, they really came in and you could see what they look like. I don't think it's just nah, nah, to be fair, the, the Riot's, like, the only picture that we saw of them was Pharrell busting his bussy open in midair. Like, that nigga had <laughs> on an ankle charm on his, like, he had on an ankle charm. That shit, nah, that's a very bad picture of him. And he had on booty shorts. Yeah, but I mean, as a whole, they need to start getting out here and getting, like, if you're going to have shoe, shoe influences, have them niggas show what the shoes look like. Give us if an we, idea of what we're going to see and how, they, how to wear them. No, just like we had, like, people noticed that there was, um, I guess, this generated hype for the LeBron 20, like this artificial hype. They should have had, as soon as they got job hair, they should have definitely gave them joints out. Like, I ain't going to say his name, but homeboy was saying, yo, certain influencers need certain shoes in their hand in order to help the sales. 
I I guess because they needed to put something out for Christmas, which is why they kind of, you know, have it was just, this is this is just a shitty rollout for something that could potentially really be changed. You know, th- this could change their landscape for basketball and just fashion. Period. Like yeah. they fuck, they botched the shit out this drop or this rollout. Yeah, I mean, I think it's. I think this is a bigger issue than um, than just the John Moran. I think Nike really hasn't had any self identity with basketball, probably going on the last ten years. If we're being honest about it, like I, I would say, at a certain point, we all know LeBron. Once he caught that wave about the seven to the ten, and in that Kobe, the Kobe era, and, and the KDs and so on and so forth, they really were taking their stride, but. I think they got comfortable, and what happened is once fashion changed, they didn't adapt with it, and they've been chasing ghosts for the last ten years. And and for me, um, I don't know. Like I, I think the Kyrie situation didn't help either. Yeah, um, like it, uh, it really didn't help. My fault. Um, I, I want to. No, no, you're good. No, and I mean, obviously Kyrie was leaving. I mean, those reports have been out since the the um, the eight since before like the seven, the seven. When they, when they, and it's crazy because if you look at, if you go into a Foot Locker and they still got some Kyrie Infinities, some of their SKU labels have those loaded up as a Kyrie Eight because that was mm-hmm. what the was supposed to be. Yep. But th- so that Kyrie thing, I'm not gonna put the, you know, I don't, I don't believe in a conspiracy theory that oh this John ja Moran one was really the Kyrie Nine or whatever. No, it's yeah. not. It was okay. It's clearly based off of the code before. You can I was see right that. about to say that. I was right yeah. about to say. Like, no, no, that that was happening regardless. Um. You can see the inspirations of the Kobe four in that uh, Ja Morant one. You can definitely see, it. and I mean, Ja's been wearing Kobe since he got to the league. But mm-hmm. I think just just for for rollout sake, I don't think Nike really knows how to premiere a signature line in basketball anymore because I don't know that there's a basketball culture for them to really have any say so. It's well, not I, really fashionable. I'll, I'll say they do have. They do have a basketball culture, but I think part of it too is like Nike. I, I think not a lot of people know that Nike outsources for a lot of their infamous advertisements, right? Correct. Yeah. And so yeah. when you have something like, yo, what are we going to do with Ja? Like the rumblings are already out. I think I, I'm pretty sure that they rushed it. I don't know how much Kyrie has to do with that. It's very possible that. It did play a part in, yo, we just got to get something out because we're going to end up losing steam. If the Adidas, they thought Adidas was going to drop something for Christmas or just getting something out there where you know you could kill all the headlines, right? Right. We've been trying to kill them. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, No, I was just saying, I don't know necessarily if... I mean, something... I've never seen Nike premiere a shoe with a commercial and everything, and then we have to wait until April to get it. There's yeah, something off in the building, but I just don't know what. And I do think Kyrie's situation had something to do with pushing things back. I think we're past the COVID issues as far as production goes. Um, no, I think I, it's still COVID. Because they're still yeah. having issues where things are dropping in Europe and Asia and not dropping in the U.S., and even with that shipping, like it's something going on where they're giving me shipping notifications after the shoes have already arrived. It's something going on at Nike where things are fucking up. And it's to the point where I get it. If you don't have the things ready to present, 
like don't 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 fucking tease me with a shoe that I think is interesting four hey. or five months before it releases because now it's on my mind in December. By the time April comes around, you're probably dropping something else that I'd rather spend my money on than to try out a new signature shoe. Like right. it makes no sense. They should have at least shot dropped it at the game. Like yeah, they should have. They should have did some sort of limited shock drop. Hey, Arturo, I see you. Feel free to jump in, man. Yeah, man. I was just gonna say. I mean, I feel like when you think of John Morant, you think like a really flashy player that you know. Um, you always see him dressed out in like designer and um, like kind of just more higher end type of stuff. And I feel like the shoe just doesn't give off that vibe at all. Like. I mean, this would have been a great time to maybe put like a hundred eighty dollars shoe with some leather on it, something, some different materials. But I guess you kind of just gotta wait to see what's gonna happen because I'm tired of that little cheap ripstop type of material that they have at the end of the shoe that just you scratch on it, it just sounds, it just gives you a cheap feeling, you know? Like, all right, well, I, I, well, I'll get into it because I, I, that's actually on the docket, the actual design. Uh, I feel like. I'm not I'm not mad at it. Like I know people are gonna think, yo, it's just the recycled Kyrie. Uh Earl said earlier it's the KD four that, you know, that type of feel. I personally I like it, but I don't like it because yeah, it doesn't say, yo, this is Josh shoe. Uh it doesn't really have him like I don't I don't look at that shoe and I feel like that's his play style. You are right about that. But am I mad at the actual design? No. Like, I love the air zoom and the forefoot. Um, I like the simple design. And I think with the with the Kobe 4, I think what they're actually going for, you can quote me on this. Don't be surprised if we see around maybe August of next year, August, September, we get a Panda version of that shoe. Yeah. Because it looks like it's built to be an athletic dunk. Like if you, yeah. if you look at it, it just looks like a low top dunk. And I think that's what they're going for by making the shoe one ten. I thought the original uh the original picture, it looked like leather, but it's definitely um what you call it? Uh fly it's not fly ease, but you know, it's just it's the regular basic stuff, so it's not really all that to manufacture. Like they want this shoe to go. Nike's leaning on this shit hard. Very hard. So we're going to see this in a lot of colorways. Uh, Earl, what you guys say, homie? I, I mean, I kind of want to backtrack on what I said earlier about Nike not having a basketball culture. What, I, what I'm saying, I mean it more so in, in fashion uh, aspect. But as far as their culture, their bread and butter has been AAU basketball. This is 100% affordable AAU shoe. And mm-hmm. it's a trendy player. So... It's it's built to fly. It's built to do what the Kyrie was doing for the last six years, six, seven years. He's just taking that place at a lower price point. So I definitely think that it's going to do numbers. And it's going to sell easy colorways in those black and whites, like you said. We'll probably get kind of a throwback to what we were talking about earlier with the team banks, like LeBron, so like that. We're going to get a slew of colors that are just uh, ready for AAU and uh, travel basketball and high school basketball. That's that's what the focus of this shoe is because he's he's the youth's guy now. They lost yeah. out on Steph. They missed out on uh, James Harden. He is who they're banking on to carry Nike basketball fight for the next 10 years. I am curious to see what Giannis's numbers look like because I know for a fact Nike is going to try to get John Morant out of Memphis as soon as he, as soon as they can get him up out of there. I know he already signed an extension, 
But bruh, that mid market shit, that shit makes shoes hard to sell, which is I think kind of contribute to that price point. Cause I thought, oh, he's coming out one forty out the gate, and for them to do one ten or one twenty for the first joint, then one ten, it's like, oh, that means they leaning on him, but they don't know how they're gonna necessarily get him out of Memphis. But we gotta lay the groundwork, yo. We can get you to a one eighty shoe if you go to L.A. or some shit like that. Or New York. So as a non-basketball nigga, does the team really matter that much if this depending on the model? Yes. Okay. 100%. Like, nigga, we see, like, when LeBron, think about it, man, when LeBron went to Miami, even LeBron told them, like, bro, that Nike, like, low-key influenced that decision heavy. They needed to get him out of Cleveland. Yeah, I looking at the model of this John Morant, I'm not sure what the guy's name that was talking before about um, could see like these being for like AAU and like high school basketball and college. I feel that these are definitely going to be big in that. These are probably pick up where the Kyrie's left off, bro. Th- this this shoe is going to do like when Dwayne Wade was with Converse, those type of numbers. Like these is gonna put up curry numbers easily. This episode is making me realize how little I know or give a fuck about basketball. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but but come on, man. For the shoe, for the shoe, for real, for real. Like for this shoe to be a basketball shoe, and even you were like, "Yo, nigga, I'm a pick up a pair." Especially if they drop in some wild colorway. Like for you to be interested as a non-athletic nigga, it is doing oh, its we- job. I like like they should get some okay. collaborations. Say it again. They should get some collaborations going, man. Tap I mean, some honestly, of those I, fragment concept uh, partnerships they got, you know. Well, I don't think they necessarily ready for no fragment, but I wouldn't be mad if they, you know, shouted out to some, some local Memphis joints. I wouldn't be mad if they shouted out local South Carolina joints, but I could yeah. see social status all over these. Not yeah. on my ear. I don't think it's that high end enough for I'm on my ear, but social status and APB, I could see all over these. Yeah, these would be horrible with an album and yeah, treatment. But if they were to do something for the city, like for Memphis or wherever the fuck he's from, like you were saying, I think that would be interesting. I want to see it in cool ass colors because the way the pair that he wore, the purple pair or the, the darker purple pair, I think those look fantastic. Oh yeah, the chimneys or whatever they call we don't duck smoke colorway. Yeah, like that. I mean, if you took the brick pen off that, this would be a shoe that I would fuck around in. Like with some jeans or if the, I wish they wouldn't have announced it now. Because this is the perfect shoe for spring in my opinion. With some some slut shorts and a fresh tee, these would be hard. Like I think this even like the only gripe I have with this shoe, is that it's a low. And you know how I feel about these socket ass shoes. If yeah, these were a mid, yeah, but nigga, if these were a mid, like a three-fourth, I'd be all over them. I'd buy damn near every color. That's how much I like this design. I really like the, the ambush style swoosh where it comes off a little bit and it circles around. I think that it is phenomenal. Hey, I, another thing too, that, yeah, they, they're about to start they're about to start wiping Virgil's legacy because they're about to start getting rid of. I know the LeBrons have an exposed phone, but like on the Christmas joints, they dye the phone red. I think they're about to start having like a lot more ambush style stuff 
they're not going to do exposed foam and that shit too much longer. Don't be surprised. I'm calling it now. They, I, you know, I think that some of the stuff that Yoon has done recently, what well, Yoon from Ambush, I don't think that stuff is that good. Oh, no. She fucking sucks. She hasn't. No. Hold on. Can I? I'm about to go on a quick rant. I need, I need, uh, I forgot son's name from Ambush. Verbal. I need Verbal to take back over. You fucking sucks. The dunks were good, but only in a few colorways. The best colorway she keeps is an FNF. The fucking Air Forces could have been great, but she keeps putting out trash colorways. And her NBA collection is some of the worst fucking design I've ever seen in my life. She needs to be stopped. Ambush has not done good shit since the, like, the early 2000s when they had the power rings and all that other stuff. You cannot fucking design and I don't want to see her do anything again. She needs to sit the fuck down. But I do like them still in the swoosh and doing it better. And, you know, playing off of that, I feel that there's so many other designers out there that got brands that are not getting the opportunity. And then, you know, another thing with shoes, like what I've been paying more attention to is that they look good whenever we first see them and people get them in hand. But like a year from now, some of that stuff is like, why did I even spend money on it? It doesn't even look good anymore. I mean, yeah, buyer's remorse, like especially at the rates that I'm pretty sure we buy stuff, we be looking at like, man, I let me see if I could flip this for like, <laughs> like a little bit under retail just so that way my feelings ain't hurt. That's with everything. I mean, it is. That's getting caught up in the style. Like, as happy as I was when I got my Travis ones, I was like, oh, man, they're so fucking cool. Now it's just like, damn, these would be great if that dumbass swoosh was the right way. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm not mad at it, but I'm leaning more and more towards better designs. Like, AMN continuously wins for me because I love fucking Earth Tones. And this is going to sound crazy coming from me. I appreciate almost everything Union does. I hate them, but when they're not doing some dumb shit like a fucking Jew or Cortez, they consistently make some of the best shit out. Yeah. Like, I, I regret selling my blue once. Damn. I, I'd be forgetting that you, yeah, you did have, you got but almost everything you can drop. You get both of them shit. Double scooped oh, on the phone, nigga. Oh, my God. No, nah, anyway. like, Go ahead. Yeah, but you know what? If there was one store that I would like to see do a John Morant one, it would actually be Union. Because Shorty might have brain worms, but goddammit, they make things interesting. Like the one, the K, AJK01s that are coming out. AJK01s. Dumb shits is terrible. They're not that bad. Yo, what are we, what are we talking about, dog? Nah. Nah, them I kind of like them. I wouldn't wear them, but I like them. Them shit's not trash. trash. Them shit's old nigga Only pushback I'm going to give you on that is I don't know if you can go for not that bad on your premier signature shoe. You got to knock that shit out of the park. Exactly. Like, dog, we ain't seen the AJKO low at all, ever. Like, we didn't even know that shit existed. And you drop a plain white and silver checked AJKO. Like, get the okay. fuck. Nah, nah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me make my piece. Let me make my piece. Only reason I'm going to go with OK, because consistently, 
every time Union's pre like preview pitches and shit have come out, niggas hated it. Remember how angry niggas were about the one, the nice. four. So it might be something we haven't seen about them yet that makes them very interesting. So I'm yeah. just gonna give it a strong shaky hand oh. until like we get non-trash pitches. Bro, it, it's nothing that could save them orthopedic ass shoes, bro. It's what it's done, bro. Like it's gonna get dirty as shit on the first wear. Them shits is canvas. They it's gonna breathe and it's gonna it. turn orange. When Sai when Sai gets his pair, that's when I'll get my final judgment. Cause I, I'm not wearing them. I just uh, I I like them with the strong the this uh, the Sean P strong shaky hand. There are going to be a lot of people that get them that are going to dip them in dye or dip them in coffee. Look, we're going to see a brick. We're going to see a brick with those. Like, it's going to be bad. Them shits is going to hit stock X for below retail. You bugging. You know what? They're going to be terrible. If they end up doing them like how they did the Cortez's, where niggas get them for free, I'll be happy. They'll be house shoes. Nigga, all right. You bugging. (laughs) This nigga is nasty. All right, so since we uh we're gonna flip the topics. So uh since people were talking about John Moran saying nothing but recycled Kyrie's, I was so blown Joe Button said that shit. That nigga needs a sneaker correspondent. But anyways, uh Kyrie's free uh sneaker agency. Where y'all think this nigga signed into? Because I had faith in Saya. I really did. I was hoping that nigga would have landed him just because I would like to see something different. I know Sai is like, wow, but I I don't think that meeting went as well because he dropped a look-see sample on Instagram and was like, yeah, I just need support of the people. Here are the I am free Kyrie Sayas. And that shit looked terrible. Please. Them, <laughs> this is a doubt. I just said it right. Puma would be interesting. I, I mean, do you want to know where I think he's going to go? I think, I, I think he's gonna go to either New Balance or Adidas, and I'll yeah. tell you, yeah, I'll tell you why. Because New Balance, New Balance had the same issue. If you remember, the niggas backed Donald Trump, and they caught heat <laughs> for it. For real, they caught heat for it. Like New Balance's stock fell, everything. Them niggas was in some deep shit for that. So I wouldn't be surprised if they approached Kyrie with his charitable work and was like, you know what? We're both kind of on this redemption arc and I think we could build a legacy together. So I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. And then on the Adidas side, this is, this is, let me put on my tinfoil hat because this is going to be a long shot. If you remember in an episode or two ago, he was talking about Jerry Lorenzo, Jerry Lorenzo. Well, fuck you. Uh, I think Jerry, (laughs) I think Jerry, his main issue has been, yo, I'm one of the hottest niggas in the game right now, but y'all ain't, y'all giving me Trey Young and James Harden to work with and, and, uh, Jalen Brown. I need a flagship athlete. What, what better than a partnership with Kyrie to wear something called fear of God and to make a new model specifically for him on Adidas? You can get him for the low. You can give him some hot shit. Like it's almost a relationship you cannot lose with. Except nigga, the fact that, that nigga was wild. Do you think that Adidas would actually pick up another controversial figure though? 
Them that's what I was about to say. Them niggas to pick up an ex Nike athlete. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, something just blew up on their face this year. So, like, I think it's going to be a couple of years before they even take any risks because they're already cleaning up about for Yeezy. But I think them niggas is scrambling. I think with the whole Yeezy shit, and that's the other topic, but I think they need to make up as much ground as they possibly can. I don't know if you can really say, yo, we, we could sign Kyrie and just have him sit. We can have him in some joints and not even say that he signed to us. Like we could give we could give Kyrie a hush clause for a year and just have him just wear some shit and not even say that he's with us. And then if he stays out controversy for the rest of this season, boom, we just hit these niggas next season with some wild new shit. They losing too much money to take a risk like that. See it. Exactly. They losing too much money to not take a risk like that. You're only you're only thinking about it at the Adidas side. Like, would Kyrie actually agree to that? Like, he doesn't want to be silenced. He doesn't want to be silenced about shit he cares about. I don't think he gives a fuck about Adidas. Like, look at that nigga's eyes. You can't tell him what to do. I Yo, think her- that in America he might be burned. So I think Lee Ning might pick pick him up because he's really popular with like Asian. Earl, what's up, man? So like, I think he might pick him up, and they make pretty good shoes for basketball shoes. So, I mean, I'm not saying they don't. I just, I, me personally, I think he's going, I wouldn't be surprised if he just like popped out with Adidas, but I think New Balance is a very strong candidate. I think Saya, I think that shit is cooked because he can't oh, make I shit. I sure wanted to say something. My bad. What? Oh, no, I'm saying, Charles, he had his hand up. I wanted to hit, I thought he wanted to say something. Oh, I think Earl had his hand up too. My bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, you, you, yeah, you can go ahead first, Russell. Oh, yeah, man. I was just going to say, I mean, are we also just entertaining the possibility he might just get a sneaker deal but not a shoe? Uh, or does the shoe come with the deal? You're talking more so an endorsement than an actual signature line deal, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that that could happen. Um thing with Kyrie is, though, he's such a polarizing figure. There'd be too many questions for me. I think there'd be too many questions around when is the signature sneaker coming. But as far as Adidas goes, I just don't know what's in Adidas basketball archives that he could play in for his style and, and the type of shoes that he's worn his whole career that would match up with where he uh, where he is as a player. He likes lightweight, minimalist shoes um, for the most part. The that most I've ever seen him wear is Yeah, I just don't know what's in their archives that he could wear. The top 10 is too big. The crazy eight is too big. Even though I can see the Kobe connection, it's still too big of a shoe. Well, shit, Kyrie could damn near bring back the crazy lights. If that nigga wore Kobe shoes, I'd be happy. They're just really I don't. I don't think. Respectfully, I don't think Kyrie will hoop in in Kobe's just just out of respect. Because that's insane. Um... The nigga would have Adidas Mamba mentalities. That's nasty, dog. Uh, <laughs> but I think, look, I I think I think Kai again. I got a dark horse. I, I think Adidas is a dark horse in this shit. But 
I think New Balance, New Balance gonna end up landing them and they're gonna have this redemption story arc. Like, yo, he's not really as bad as what y'all make him out to be. Or they just gonna give him like the Kawhi treatment. Like, yo, just be quiet, nigga. That that'll sell the shit. I think it's gonna go I think it's gonna go two, one of two ways. If it were to go to New Balance and he would have team up with like niggas because they're doing a whole big thing about having black voices over at New Balance, like him and JFG got together, did some shit, got to do clothes, and they, you can't silence him. His whole thing is about being able to do and say whatever the fuck he wants. If Adidas can weather, I mean, not Adidas, if New Balance can weather that storm, I think that would be a good fit, and they've been having a pretty great couple of years. Nigga, that might be, but for me, that might be the rollout. Um, no, that might be the rollout, like Kyrie doing some charitable work with Joe Fresh Goods. Yeah, I think that would be interesting to say that these people, like, yeah, that New Balance gives a fuck about black people, unlike Nike. Or if he would have fucked with the other set of Germans over at Puma, Puma has been making, like, has been doing some amazing collabs, dropping some pretty good shoes and other shit that it's just like, honestly, if I had, like, if I, once I start restructuring my closet, I might start getting more Puma stuff once I find a shoe that I like because the clothes have been great. And I just like how they're moving. Um, and see, that's where I'm sold on with Puma for Kyrie. If I'm really looking at it, it fits everything aesthetically for Kyrie that Nike didn't. As flashy of a, as a, of a company as, Ky- as Nike is, Kyrie's not really a flashy person. He's just a flashy game, mm-hmm. which is similar to – I mean, I know it's a sports thing, so – yeah, you may not fully know, but that's that's Clyde Drexler. That that's that's that old New York staple. And Kyrie is probably the best player out of New York in the league right now. And I think the Jay Z connection is there too. Um, you know that, that there's a few different things that point to Puma being a good fit for him, and it just is a good fit for him even playing in Brooklyn too. It it, it a lot of this could, I could see leading to Puma or New Balance, Adidas. I get the Jerry Lorenzo thing, but it's going to be one of those two, and I'm leaning more towards Puma, especially with that New York City connection. Also, just this is a pipe dream, but if they would have like, because they love Rude, Puma and Rude are heavy in bed together. Ooh. If they would have worked Ooh. together and make some Ooh. shit like that, nah, I need this. Like, I'm already tempted to buy some of the fucking Rude Puma stuff to work with him, and it's not going to be overstated or ridiculous. I think this is the time for the other Dazzler brother to shine. Because with Adidas and Jerry Lorenzo, there's clearly some sort of fucking tension there. Because the whole Adidas basketball mini collection was all fear of God essentials. And for Jerry to come out and say, yeah, that's not me, tells me it is trouble in paradise. And I don't think that they're going to meet their uh, first quarter, even second quarter estimation of bringing out the fear of God athletics. Damn, them niggas fucked up royally. Whatever they doing for that nigga to... to I'm t- Look, all right, we, we finna backtrack an episode. I don't know who y'all niggas blame more, whether it be Adidas or Jerry Lorenzo, but they clearly had to say something to that nigga for him to get Adidas tattooed on the back of his head. Like, they promised us. They promised him some shit, dog. They promised him something. And they are clearly not meeting their end of the bargain. They owe that nigga a signature athlete. I think they're trying to Kanye him. Like, I think they're trying to little dog him and own the designs or whatever. Whatever's happening over there, I'm going to put the onus on Adidas because it seems like you would, think, 
You tell no, you tell me, you tell me you giving me five hundred million dollars, nigga. I will tattoo Davon on my chest right now. <laughs> but about? I honor my deals. Adidas be on that other shit. I damn near got your name tattooed on me for them Grinches. <laughs> I think with Adidas, they need some, you know, help with rolling out just <laughs> products and shoes in general. No, they their best athlete is Trey Young. No, he's right, but it's they need help with their website. They need to fix their fucking app. They need to fix their shipping. Like, I'll order something and I'll get a t-shirt and tw- like 10 other items don't ship for like a week. Then they ship it with laser ship. They're like, we don't know when the fuck is robbing, bro. Uh, they they don't they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Like, that's why the new seat, like they're ousting the CEO and bringing in a new one. Like, nothing they do makes sense. They're releasing low hype items on fucking confirmed without telling anybody, or they completely botched the drop, then they load up an item, single items out of a collection, size by size, on Adidas.com. And it's like, nigga, if I wanted to get this sweatshirt, and I was super hyped for it to drop at 10 a.m., it doesn't load up to your site to 2.53 p.m., I've already moved on and just bought the Fear God Essential sweatshirt. I, I don't understand why Adidas hate the money. <laughs> This nigga Earl said all in the family AJKOs. <laughs> Sorry. I just read that shit. That's hilarious. Them white ass shoes. Uh, Yeah, Adidas needs a major overhaul. And that's actually the last topic that we do have on the docket. Um, yeah, the dog. Them niggas are sitting on $530 million worth of Yeezys. Fuck them niggas. I, and that whole, I'm glad you brought that up about the Yeezys with Adidas. I think that people could say what they want about Adidas having all those Yeezys. They're going to fly and they're going to sell out because they have barely any branding of Yeezy on Adidas. Research so, shops, they're going to have them like crazy. Not, well, all right. So I'm going to say this. So somebody, I think it was like Tony Too Wild or whatever his name is, he was talking about Adidas is shipping out replacement insoles for all the Yeezys that currently exist because they still have Yeezy branding. And part of me is like, yo, wouldn't it just be cheaper to buy a whole bunch of acetone and just wipe the Yeezy off? Like, that's kind of insane. <laughs> niggas just wasting money. No wonder is these it- niggas is in debt. Yeah, I mean, it's an insane problem to have, but I forgot who it was, and I want to find who said it. When they said, for them niggas to have $530 million worth of stock, the fake scarcity blew up in their face. Damn, they did this shit to themselves. Yeah, the, with the fake scarcity, like, y'all niggas are sitting on all this merch for this long, pretty much making it seem like, yeah, we don't have too many of this colorway. Like, nah, y'all gotta eat that. Now the question is, how do they drop it? Because they're gonna drop it. Like, they're not gonna just eat that that loss. It's I mean, they're probably uh, sitting for the holidays, though. That makes Bro, sense. I mean, all I'm saying is they not finna. You're not finna see mad Yeezys in Haiti, right? Like that's not gonna be an answer to all this merch just chilling. Are they gonna no. be an outlet drop, or are they just gonna be like, all right, well, we're gonna drop everything on the site this day. Just come get what you can get. If you want to so, order a hundred pairs, then by all means, please. Tenfold hat. I think what they're going to do is either do a 
not easy day or not easy week, like how Nike does its customer appreciation joint, they're probably going to try to make a fake holiday out of it. And they're going to try to launch them all through confirmed. So people are going to be excited. I think what's going to happen is everyone's going to be excited because it was taken away from them. And then after the initial rollout, they're going to run into the same problem that they were starting to run into with most Yeezys. They are producing way too many colors in the same silhouettes, and people aren't feeling them. Like with them, like with Kanye confirming that he really hadn't been approving the colorways, I think you can blame Adidas for all the bad 350s. Every fucking cream, white, off white, stage, whatever fucking version of brown that they wanted to release in the 350 is going to be continued issue. And now that you don't have the star power, and I don't think you can really push the whole scarcity thing again, I think it's just going to become a run of the mill shoe, and it's not going to be the the earnings like the earnings monster that it once was. So, what is it rebranded as? Is rebranded just as the number? So it's the Adidas three fifty or the Adidas uh, foam, or just like they took whatever Yeezy name, they just removed that from. It. So the Adidas Wave Runner. It's no longer the Yeezy Wave Runner. I actually like Adidas Wave Runner better than Yeezy Wave Runner. It's just a lot to say with Yeezy Wave Runner, with Adidas Yeezy Wave Runner. I mean, but, I'm not... Go ahead. Do you think that they'll release, like, the, the signature colorways, though? Like, I don't think Wave Runner will ever come out, or the, the Pirate Black 350. Like, because I mean, there's so oh, much... Oh, they're synonymous with the Yeezy, like, line that, like, I think that they might just come out with like colorways that are unassociated with the brand. Nah, I think Adidas would be stupid to not do signature colorways. They're just, they're taking the Yeezy off, so they're absolved of necessarily putting a Yeezy out. Like, they putting out Pirate Black. If anything, they should revert to them signature colorways more often. Somebody else brought up an interesting point on the timeline like they they had the 350 in uh in like that grayscale colorway but now without the easy branding it opens the shoe up to collaborations which i'm pretty sure that they're they might be having a tough time just shopping it around but give it a couple months like if depending on whatever colorway they drop i think by the third colorway adidas gonna be moving they're gonna be rolling like whatever oh, hype yes. they lose, they're gonna be out of here. I fucking hate their collabs though, because they're all fucking ugly. Thank you, David. <laughs> the only I, Adidas I, collab I like is the Bad Bunnies, and that's it. Even though yeah, I mean, I was, I mean mm. outside of like the consortium pack in uh the shit they did in the past, Adidas really doesn't know how to do a collab. Are you really excited to see Carolyn Frost seven fifties? Oh my god! Ew, no. Uh, are you, you like? Do, do you want to see a oh, fucking Nigo seven hundred? Like, I told you. Look, when a human race, when a when a human race three fifty comes out, nigga, all pandemonium. They talking about Kanye missing. That nigga's coming back to the timeline when that shit drop. He'll no, find, no, he'll find a Twitter account to be pissed off at. Because that shit coming. It's going to be him and Pharrell beefing. That's going to be fun, but as a whole, Doug, Adidas has no strong power. And their models don't really lend themselves very well to 
collaborations. Like when AMM did a Ultra Boost, they just did a black version. And I'm like, how the fuck is this the collaboration? You just made a blacked out fucking Ultra Boost. And you put a premium price tag. And that's actually what I wanted to get into. Them motherfuckers setting themselves up to make the shoes and not reduce the the price. Three like three fifty should not be two what what is it, two thirty? Well, if they were one eighty, that would make sense. Do. But to keep the price up, it's fucking disgusting. Yeah, that's the nasty issue about it. Like Kanye isn't well, we don't know if he's getting royalties or not, or what that breakdown is like. But if it's no longer Yeezy tag, why is it the same price? Like Adidas, you're gonna have to cut your losses somewhere for it to be the same Adidas, price. That's nasty work. That shit's sad. Fuck them niggas. All the Yeezys can sit. And you know, just to touch on that. I think I don't remember what podcast I was listening to or where I heard it, but how they were saying that basically Yeezys are just a norm, normie shoe. There's nothing special about them like how they used to be. At least that's how I look at it. That Earl, they lost it. Oh, Earl wanted to say something. Yeah, I was going to say, does anybody know how much longer Adidas has the boost, uh, the, the rights to boost? Yeah, the trademark. Because I know Puma had it originally, and then they obtained it. But how much longer do they have for that? Shit, I do not. Well, how old is Boost? Now that I think about it, it's, it's coming up on. Well, I feel like it's a decade. Or for Adidas, yeah, but it was it was with Puma before that. Shit, I don't know. I mean, I know they've been trying to transition to 4D, but 4D ain't really been received well. Yeah, the 4D, from what I understand, is uncomfortable and needlessly. Well, it was needlessly expensive. Now it's more affordable, but nobody cares. Yeah, it, and it looks ugly as hell, too. Hey, I get a 50% off. Those kind of interesting to me. Yo, what up, Sock? You... As a matter of fact, no, I got a, no, I got a, I got a bone to pick with Sock. Oh, shit. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. If anything, I'm kind of glad. Like, I was kind of. This nigga said, oh shit. Nah, I'm kind of glad uh, Sock ain't really promote this shit because if this nigga came in and brought a whole bunch of followers and then dipped out and everyone dipped out with him, my feelings is going to be hurt. <laughs> I'm about to say, we, about, we about to have part two of what happened the other night? Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> nah, and, and if anything, nah, we, I, I, well, I pieced it up with that, with the homie. I felt bad once Sock said, yo, we got a code where brown people don't go at brown people. I was like, all yeah, right, that was, that was real. It was real good for the holidays. Yeah. So after that, <laughs> I was like, yo, we gotta break bread with homie, man. I got, I gotta do it. At least if Davon not gonna do it, I gotta do it. <laughs> hey, man, I was trying to get my issues out, Fucking but asshole. <laughs> I ain't do nothing for for yeah. once. Yeah. All right. That nigga was about to stone cold stun you if he could. <laughs> <laughs> no, he wanted to smoke with you when you saw it. That nigga was like, what? Oh yeah, I mean, but I told you know I I give it up I give it up like yo if you trying to shoot the five like we could do that outside like it ain't no thing to me, but you know I like we got everything out he called us shock jocks and that was the extent of the insults <laughs> like we're not journalists we just talk shit and we're doing all right with it like just starting out. Now what I'm happy for is that somebody got that grievance shit out like. I think we need a lot more of those, a quarterly one with niggas just in the bed. Because I get tired of, like, the passe, passive-aggressive shit. Like, nigga, 
Just say it. You think Unbreakable Kicks is unfunny and can't dress? Say that shit. <laughs> I swear to God. Nigga, you can't dress. Oh, shit. Hey, I can't say that. Say it again? You can't dress either, bro. Fuck out of here. I've seen what you oh, wear. You wear pajamas outside. And I'm comfortable. Oh, shit. <laughs> Anyways, how, how you doing, Sock? What's going on? Hey, man? hey, I'm good. Sorry, I was, I was watching AEW Dynamite. That's why, that's why I missed this. And then Twitter was, like, acting up <laughs> earlier, so I, I just put the phone away at the time. Nah, I Twitter like, is cooked. I'm surprised we haven't fell off. I'm sorry. I, I know Davon's probably mad at me because I got him unblocked from uh, Sneaker Fetish, so I'm sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, actually, I uh, I actually DM I DM Kari, um, so I actually looking forward to chopping it up with that nigga later on. Like, not even on some. So like, it was like that verbal, verbal that... meme. It was like Crips and the Bloods holding the handkerchiefs up together. Is that what it was? Oh my god! <laughs> I think. Look, I think at the, <laughs> I know Davon's going to just say some asshole response, right? But no. I think, no, you are going to say an asshole response to what I'm about to say. I think at the end of the day, with our platform, like this shit, even though like we just shit on niggas the entire time with constructive criticism and mad invitations to the freight stand, I think, <laughs> I think our shit is built off of love. Like it's built off admiration and love for the game and just like, I know me personally, when I started naming all the different uh, bloggers or figureheads in sneaker culture, it's because, like, yo, I look at y'all niggas. Like, y'all need to be, this is how I feel that y'all should move. Davon's just an asshole because that's just how he is. That's how he expresses things. But I think it even came, you know, even how he does it. Like, he'll shit on Union, but he'll you know say, what? yo, you kinda, this is when these drops were the best. You kind of need it, though. Like, I think People are taking it a little too seriously, like especially calling reporter. You know, I've jokingly called myself an independent reporter, but that was like jokes. I don't really think I'm a reporter. And so in my head, (laughs) I'm just like fucking around. And so that's why then I can use that to my advantage when I say, hey, if the me, the guy who's fucking around is doing a better job than all of you guys, then what the fuck are you guys doing, right? So, yeah, I use it strategically when I say that. So... I, I'm full on on how Davon approaches it, and that he's having fun. And of course, he crosses lines that maybe you and I might not <laughs> cross. That's, that's why he's there. We need someone to exactly cross those lines. So I I did want to open this this time up for like pod Q and A, like y'all can ask us questions. But I'm gonna start this shit off with first and foremost, yo sock. Yo, you have been like a big part of just the growth of this. Like, for real. Like, we we owe you the the largest amount of gratitude no, because no. you really did I, I, you know, put a battery in. I that. I you know thanks thank you for that. But like, I, I said this on my podcast. Man, just before. shut up and be great. No, man. I said this on my <laughs> podcast before, and you know we're talking about all these other platforms and people. A lot of them they just focus on themselves and they don't put over anyone. Like, uh, look at Complex and all these people that got laid off. Like, none of those people ever showed up on a show for them. They're all behind-the-scenes people because they don't want anyone right. on the show or anything like that, right? So it's like, 
or there's so many people behind the scenes. I don't know what the hell goes on, right? There's other people who probably know what goes on behind the scenes, but no one's actively going out there and saying, hey, check these out, these guys out. They're doing a good show, that kind of stuff. So if I do that, I'm doing the bare minimum. I'm sending a tweet saying, hey, check these guys out, or I'm having Dave on on to talk on my podcast. It's like you guys are the one who are, you know, have the relationship or doing the recording and doing it weekly and that kind of stuff. So it's like, I if I played a tiny part, you know, I th- that's why I say thank you for that. But it's like you guys are doing the work, and so the work will always shine through. So, uh, you know, I'm glad you guys didn't like fold up shop after 20 episodes because that's what usually happens with a lot of podcasts. So thank you guys. Oh God, that was well. Thank you, and on top of that, like. Yo, Davon, I I say this, but I don't think y'all do understand. Like, Davon is, like, blood couldn't make us any, like, more related. Like, this nigga is my brother for real. The times where, like, we didn't really talk like that just because we was going through shit, but we can come back and, like, just, like, this, you know, if you guys knew, like, the extent of just everything that we've spoken about and experienced, like, this is my guy, so... And we disagree, like, we've had arguments. Nothing really too bad, but, like, we disagree about the show all the time. Like, all the time. <laughs> like, this nigga's like, yo, I got a kid. I don't, you having these big-ass ideas, like, nigga, be mindful. And I got <laughs> to, like, like, scale back because I go on, like, these Kanye-esque rants on where I want this show to go. Like, I try to put these super huge ideas in this nigga's head. And sometimes I feel like, all right, well, he doesn't understand the visions that I have for him, but I got to, like, chill because, like, Davon is his own man, all right? And sometimes we're just not going to align on certain things, but then we come to a compromise and then, you know, we all right, cool, we figured out a direction and he trusts me. All I tell him is, yo, I'm going to throw an alley-oop and you dunk that shit. And so far, this nigga's been dunking shit. So but you also gotta fight. I love how you said right? if you start to fight, you gotta start fighting. You gotta you gotta put your dukes up. No, Davon will never fight me. And I'm only five seven and weigh one hundred fifty. Whoa, 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 hold on, hold on. Don't act like we wasn't about to bank that nigga who wait who played with you about them Yeezys. Wait, who oh no 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 no. I that was dunk- about to bank him. You was you was gonna give that nigga a warning because you was getting all amped up. I was just about to duff. Yeah, I mean, Errol knows. Errol knows about the SP days. I'm just here to start shitting, shitting gigs. Like, Shard has these ambitions. I just use this as an outlet to be a bad person, and then people get upset and confront me. And it's even funnier. I've learned nothing since I was 16. Oh my god! (laughs) But nah, I think I think Davon. Davon, first of all, he does have ideas, or at least you got friends that have ideas, because we got some shit for the culture, like. Once we get a little bit of bread behind it, I'm pretty sure this shit is going to like it's it you you won't be able to ignore it because we've reached a point just in sneaker culture where things have become so empty. Like taking part in that whole uh sneaker of the year list and niggas is like, yo, we can't decide what an actual definitive sneaker of the year is because it's just too much soulless shit that came out. Like we just trying to keep up with cops. Like we're gonna change that, or try to. So 
it's you know I I appreciated you know Kari calling us shock jocks and challenging us to be better because yeah all right cool challenge accepted now just like you said yeah we fucking around now but what happens when we start changing shit just fucking around like that shit is double down stupid bro I'm like the shit we got. I like I tell Davon, yo, write down goals and write down stuff that you want to do. Now, again, I might take this whole pod shit a little bit more serious because I've been trying to get this nigga to pod for a decade, and I told him I need him specifically. Like I, I wouldn't do it with nobody else. I needed him. I got a homeboy that's in the shoes. This nigga just he hit me today about the thirty sevens. Uh, shout out my homeboy John, and like. I would love for him to have like a segment later on, like where we can talk about just hooping shoes. Like I want to have a hooping segment, but I know Davon don't give a fuck about basketball. Like, no, bring that nigga on. Oh my! I was out of my element when y'all talking about that shit. And that's why today was necessary too. But you know, like later on (laughs) down the road, like I want us to have you know separate. Not necessarily separate pods, but how we plan on doing the show, like just have like an A plot and a B plot, and that should be like a sitcom episode. Like we, I plan out stuff for five years later he's on down a, the road. He's got a full on podcast like, network planned out here. Yeah, <laughs> fuck you, fuck you, Sock. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but, yeah, hey, I have a, I have yo, a question about the podcast. What's up? Who wears the Casio digital watch that goes beep beep in the middle of the episode? Oh, that's me. <laughs> oh my God, yeah, that's me. I got the I got the little Casio watches, and my girlfriend hates that shit because I had I couldn't I couldn't change the alarm for midnight, and so she'd be sleep for like two hours and then wake up to that shit, be ready to fight. There's me. a setting so it doesn't beep every hour, but you have it on that I, setting I, so it beeps I, every hour. I, I literally I just figured it out. It's like I got three different watches though, so like the shit is off on two of them, and I might put on the joint that beat, and I'll just forget. That's hilarious. Like <laughs> you just picked that Man, up, fucking up the show with his beat. Nigga, shut up. Hold up. Does anybody else have any questions? Yes, I got a question about the podcast. What has been the most, how do you say, uh, surprising thing? That y'all have experienced since starting the podcast. Uh, well, Dave, go, you go first. The fact that people listen to us and don't just sit up and say, "Oh no, fuck this," and turn it off blows my mind. Hey, bro, we had somebody like tweet us that was answering a question from the pod. Like it just it seemed like there was no context to it. And then, like, I went and clicked on the homie profile, and all his tweets were in Spanish. I was like, holy shit. Like, we have international listeners. Or listener at that time. So, no, we have listeners. Like, I'm saying at like, that time. At... Like, Good. No, I was just saying, like, I didn't even know people listening to this, like, across the pond. So, that was, like, crazy. I think, I think just the people that follow us, like, that actually tune in. Like, I know our numbers ain't the greatest, but just even like the quality of our following and I don't even want to call it a following, but just people that tune into us are like, holy shit. Like y'all like us for real? For real? <laughs> I mean, but I, I just want to expand on it real quick. I'm, I'm just amazed that we even have a community for you guys to show up and listen to us live and interact is mind blowing to me. So I, I just want to say as much as I talk shit, I appreciate that you guys are, 
even listening to us, let alone invested enough to listen regularly and actually listen to the show. And it's not like, oh, yeah, I just put it on to hear people yell. So I, I thank you. Thank you for listening to us in our shenanigans. Yes, thank you. I say that almost every episode. I'll, I'm grateful unless I'm cussing somebody out at the end of the episode. I got another question too, if it's okay to ask about the podcast. Yes, sir. What um what are some things that you all see that um is missing from other podcasts or like what would make y'all um subscribe to like a podcast and listen to it consistently? Ent- <laughs> Entertainment. I uh well yeah. I'll speak for it just because Daylon don't really listen to podcasts. Like he might catch Full size run, and then our homeboy Amp, um, random acts of podcasts. Like, it's just other podcasts don't really, they're not entertaining. Like, I listen to the eBay podcast, like, they talk about, yo, I had reservations at Carbone to speak to such and such about Kith and all this exclusive behind the scenes shit. Like, none of us can relate to it. Like, I, Yo, talk about how frustrating it was on the sneakers app instead of what you heard. Because we all know that you got the shit. Or you have enough money to get the shit. So, I can't relate to these niggas. And then just other podcasts in general. Like, I don't really know too many. I only know of the Sneak Disc podcast and, like, a couple others. Um, And I'm not going to hold you. They not really, like... Everyone's trying to be PC. Like, nah, let's talk about some adult shit. We adults in this space, bro. Like, we we over 30. Like, talk about some adult shit mixed with it. And I'm not saying, like, anything got to be super duper duper raunchy or anything like that. But, like, just we wanted it to be, like, a conversation between two homeboys. Instead of, yo, we're trying to get Nike or Adidas sponsorships. Yeah, to piggyback off what Shard's saying, for me, if, if you're going to get me to listen to a podcast... You either have to have the chaotic energy, like how I bring it, or you have to be unfiltered. Like, I've said it before. Sock is probably the only sneaker podcast I listen to, and he's calm. It is a smooth talk radio experience throughout the whole thing, but he's not sitting up here saying, like, oh, boy, I sure do like those Nike shoes. It'd be great if Nike Canada would sign me. I don't like it when you sit up here and I can tell that you're you're not saying what you really feel in the hopes that you'll get signed to a company. I want to hear what you feel. Do you think Adidas fucking sucks? Say Adidas sucks and explain why you don't like Adidas. I just want an actual person. I don't want a personality. I don't want someone that's trying to big bro me like, oh, well, if you know, you know about this. No, just tell me what it is and call out bullshit. Is Zade kicked the Ponzi scheme? Yes. Did people deserve to get laughed at? Yes. Just, just be authentic. I, I just I don't like that everyone is cosplaying as a reporter. We're not reporters. We're assholes with, with disposable income and too much time to waste on speaking. <laughs> there's there's a lot of that happening in a lot of industries, like in in music or even like say let's say Marvel movies and shit like that. It's like a lot of people do not want to say the wrong thing to upset the wrong people so they don't get access anymore. And so, yeah, so they're afraid to say what they really want to say. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that happened with video games. Like, everybody wants to still get review copies, advanced copies, 
invited to stuff. If we never got, well, if I never got invited to a sneaker event, I would be okay with it. I would love for Shaw to go because he is more fair than I am. But I'm not going to go to somewhere if I can't tell you that your shit sucks. I mean, I <laughs> I felt like this, like, and again, this is the reason why I needed Davon to do like I needed Davon to do this specifically. I couldn't do it with anybody else because Davon's approach to stuff like he'll cuss somebody out, but then he will go into a five minute tirade of knowledge. Like he'll say, yo, this is why this drop wasn't necessarily the shop's fault. This might fall on Shopify. Well, this Reddit group, this is how they're breaking down how this could this could have gone, or this is how this drop could have been better, uh, better than or whatever, and then bring up a an old release that I might not have known of. Like most of this shoe shit, I'm really just now getting back into it to be able to cop for myself. Which is like if you heard on the previous show, I hate asking Davon for stuff. I know Davon will do it, but I don't have the knowledge like he does. Like this nigga be kicking gems. If a shop listened to him, like we don't even have to worry about this whole sponsorship type of stuff because guess what? It's gonna come to a point where brands are just gonna have to respect him. Like that shit will come. If it's organic, it's organic. We're not gonna sit here and beg for shit. We're not gonna ask. Nah, if they really wanna bang with us, it's a good idea too. But if they don't, oh well, we still gonna call you out on your bullshit. All I ask is they let me, they let me run a drop. Then we can see if I can put up a shut up. They're gonna give you an ice cream truck. <laughs> and be like, yo, we're gonna give you the same tool Sean Weatherspoon got at a spike. Yeah, no. Keep that shit. <laughs> and I wanna touch on one thing that I could appreciate when listening to a podcast is if they just like being honest and authentic. And it just goes back to a the um complex con when they did that sneaker of the year thing i just watched the whole thing because i already knew how it was gonna go and i just thought like a lot of that people well a lot of the people on the stage were just pushing a certain shoe because it was an industry sneaker i mean that, that was a given and plus on top of that like you if you like, they're all celebrities. Like, they could afford that. That shit was not in our tax bracket. And that was the main issue with the sneaker of the year list. Like, yo, why are you niggas even doing this? But Complex is known for the list. So they're going to put out some bullshit list. They knew it was going to be controversial. They knew niggas was going to watch it. Cool. But Davon and I, we've been said, like, if we really want to be technical about it, unfortunately, the Lost and Found Ones or the Panda Dunks are shoe of the year, not necessarily because they earned it, but because that's just where the culture is. Like, that shit sucks, especially this year, like, coming back from COVID. And I mean, it's not even just this year. It's just that shoes have become so inaccessible. Like, how people discussing basketball becoming inaccessible to niggas from the hood, shoes are becoming inaccessible to kids. Like, if God help you, if a drop is happening during the school year, you can't skip and go to a store because grown-ass men are outside the store waiting to fight each other for it. You can't be online unless you got a bot, and then bots are prohibitively expensive. It, it is a luxury item at this point. You cannot, like, the difficulty in getting a, a shoe for retail is absurd. 
So I, I don't feel like you can really sit up there and talk from a place of privilege about the show of the year. You know, I can sit up and say, well, yeah, the lawyer was best. My rep called me and it was amazing. It was a flawless experience. No, nigga, us regular boys over here got our orders canceled. Oh, actually, no, I had to go to a developer that I know to help me get the Japanese release in order to even get a chance at it. So it, it's ridiculous. I don't want to fucking hear what Ja Rule has to say about 9-11, and I don't want to hear what these motherfuckers have to say oh. about shoes. Nigga, it's like having Ja Rule sit up there. I don't want to hear some rich motherfucker talk about it. I couldn't access the shoe. I don't even, I've never even seen a real pair in person. How are you going to say this is the shoe of the year? Fuck you, rich man. How uh, dare you say that about DJ Clark Kent? Nah, I... <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, I actually like DJ Clark Kent. I actually want to get to a point where we can interview him. And I know he is interviewable um, just because I do have opposing uh, ideals. Like, he doesn't believe that there is such thing as sneaker culture because he believes sneaker culture is a subculture of hip-hop culture. Like, nah, when you got Billie Eilish coming out with her own Air Force One, it's no longer a subculture of hip-hop culture. This shit is on its own. You have skateboard culture, people that don't listen to hip-hop. What do you do now? Like, nah, sneaker culture exists. Is the shit trash sometimes? Yes. It don't necessarily just run under hip-hop. Do I think Black people still control the culture? Yes, I do. But that doesn't mean that it falls directly under hip-hop. So, I, you know, I do want to eventually talk to him. I know Davon finna I'm gonna punch Davon in his fucking face. No, I like DJ Clark Kent, but it's like me sitting up here talking about uh what is it? Anime. You kids don't know what it's like when I had to read subtitles, uh fan sub. Nick, if you shut the fuck up, you're old. We're old. We're talking about stuff from a different perspective. I wanna hear what the kids have to say. The kids run the game now. And if okay. those kids want to wear pandas, let them kids wear pandas. I won't but but, but but you want to hear how Yachty feels like he deserves a Nike collab. That nigga can't dress, rap, or sing. I don't want his shit from him. This oh, yeah. That'd be like Kurt. Young niggas. Like, come on, bro. We talking about young niggas. Young niggas don't oh, nigga, I'm talking about regular-ass kids. I'm not talking about celebrities. I, nigga, all these fucking rappers, when them niggas, like, the rappers we grew up was was wearing fake-ass Jordans. These niggas just started wearing shoes. They were poor as fuck wearing bobos. Then they got designers. Now they're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to sneak it. Shut the fuck up, nigga. You ain't no goddamn sneakerhead. You just went on complex and spend their money. Dave, I want to hear from Ann Herbert's son. Now that nigga I want to hear. How you found them three Air Mags? Tell me that story. Stupid. Nigga found three Air Mags lined up inside of a warehouse. Wowzers. All right, I got another question about the podcast. What is the thing, well, what is the most difficult thing that y'all, I'm not sure if I asked this question already, but if I did, let me know. What is one of the most difficult things about doing a podcast consistently? Uh, Video. I I mean, (laughs) this nigga has a dream for video, and it's just like, I don't know how I can help. But for real, for real, I've done a podcast in the past. I'm used to it. Rashad naturally took to it. Um, our friendship is great, so it's not hard going to his house. This nigga leaves, lives like 15 minutes away. I think sometimes the biggest obstacle we faced is when we have a slow week and we don't want to not release an episode, 
it can kind of suck. It's like, do we sit up here and make this a men's right podcast for a week, or <laughs> do we scrape the bottom of the barrel? Uh, well, I mean, that's uh, to me, that's not difficult because, like, I already have some evergreen topics that we could do, or just stories. Like, I'm over here thinking, like, yo, we just gonna save that for Patreon, man. We just gonna do this shit for free. Like, we gonna do this shit for free for a minute. Um, I think the hardest part just doing a pod is just days where not even like the topics is bad, but just days where we don't want to do it. Cause I know sometimes Davon just be like, Davon be like, yo, uh, we could go ahead and skip the day, but then he'll see certain fan interactions. Like, yo, I need a pod from y'all today. And then he'll be like, all right, let me go ahead put the Cape on and fly over there. Or just like, just life. Like, <laughs> nigga, my son be getting me sick. Yeah, just that, and then like just just life be happening, and <laughs> Davon's definitely been here for quote unquote life, and <laughs> I've been like, yo, fuck this pod, uh, but yeah, nigga, like, all right, you know, we got to be consistent because later on down the road, say this does become something where it's a nine to five, like it's just gonna be days where we got to suit up and we gotta we got a job to do. It's always fun, like. Talking to my brother is always fun. The moment it stops being fun, like whether it be the next episode, a hundred episodes down the road, or a thousand episodes down the road, that's when we'll stop. But it's always fun because this is my guy. So I look forward to the day we just knuckle up on air. <laughs> you gonna lose? I hope you know that. <laughs> Bringing a gun. <laughs> stop knuckling up, you bitch. <laughs> Uh, so any any other questions? Uh, if you're not a speaker already, please feel free to raise your hand. The floor is yours. Niggas like, nah, we ain't like you. <laughs> we just jumping in just because Sock is here, motherfucker. I like we doing follows and shit, riding his coattails. That's how you supposed to do? It's a shock jock. That's what I do. Oh my gosh, you're <laughs> <laughs> not gonna leave that shock jock shit alone. Oh my gosh, yo, niggas! <laughs> People actually appreciated that shit, though. I'm not that one shit. Shorty is up here like he's encouraging his friend's horrible behavior. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I think people. Look, I'm gonna go ahead and say this. I guess we'll go ahead and just end it again. If you're not familiar, please do yourself a favor and um, listen to the Underground Kings or UGK. Don't even listen to the music. Just look at their interviews, right? And UGK consists of Pimp C and Bun B. If you know their personalities, Pimp C was the one that would say hella ignorant shit. This this guy said Atlanta is not the South. (laughs) Because of the beef that he had gotten into and Bun B said, hey, Atlanta just ain't the South. That's what he said. Then that's what it is. I'm pretty sure after them cameras cut off, this nigga pulled out a map and showed Pimp C, nigga, Atlanta is clearly in the South. What are you doing? There are times where Davon and I, we do not agree on shit. However, this is my guy. So I, like, you know how they say, like, yo, so if your friend jumped off a cliff, you going to jump off a cliff? Unfortunately, I would definitely jump off a cliff with this nigga. Like, that's how I roll with this guy, all right? 
And do I expect him to do the same? Nah. But that's oh, well, oh, oh, nigga, I ain't gonna let you die by yourself. And <laughs> this is gonna be like the episode, uh, like the beginning of Jump Street Twenty One. But this is my guy. So whatever punches he throws, whether he's right or wrong, I'm following up, and we gonna talk about it after, because <laughs> this shit ain't going. Like I know Davon is a very polarizing character. I always say he's the star of the show. I just got to keep this nigga at bay so when we go outside, we do not die. <laughs> All right, so, and we just, like, we just glad, like, folks is listening. Like, everybody that is just listening that's never tuned into the pod, please feel free to uh, listen to some back catalog. I am working on getting it on YouTube, and uh, I'm not going to hold you. I will be censoring uh, episode six. I'm taking a big chunk of that shit out because we piece it up with that nigga. <laughs> Yeah, and if you're not listening to the pod, feel free to contact us. Tweet us stupid shit. We'll respond. I won't yeah, just respond. It might not be nice. It'll be fun, though. You know what I mean? But, yeah, man, we just trying to grow something, grow something organically, and we trying to add to the culture through our uh, fuckery. You know what I mean? So, uh, what, what would you like to say before we conclude this episode? Yo, shout out to Shock Jock. Shout out to Sock Jig. Oh my God. Shout out to me. Shout out to you. And shout out to everybody who came in and listened to this bullshit. Yo, shout out David. Shout out Earl. Shout out Justin. Yo, thank you. Shout out Sock Jig for coming up to the stage and talking. Um, Arturo. A couple people dropped off, but it's all good. It's all love. You know I mean, this will be uploaded. Uh, so like you're you. a part of history, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all are the real day ones. You know what I mean? Uh, everyone else that's a listener, y'all are like, you know, uh, week ones, week twos. <laughs> but, but it's but it's all good. It's still all love. You know what I mean? Like, we still got love for y'all. And this shit was built off of love, even though we hate everything. So, yeah, man. I uh, Thank y'all for just making sure we wasn't alone. Like, it was about to just be us two niggas just talking <laughs> to each other. Like, this could have been a phone call. Uh, that shit would have been bad. <laughs> Niggas would have dissed us <laughs> all next year. <laughs> oh, shit. But yeah, man, so yes, this is episode 29 of the Loose Laces podcast slash Twitter space. Uh, thank y'all and happy new year. We can't wait to see y'all in the new year. Ah. Peace. Peace.